Hey guys, it's Heather from Kettle of a Plan, and this is my podcast, Planning a Life I Love. This show is focused on how paper, stickers, and pens can help you plan your life into one full of all the things you love most. Welcome back to another episode of Planning a Life I Love. My name is Heather Kell from Kell of a Plan, and I'm so excited because today I have invited another guest onto the show, and this guest was actually highly requested. I don't think I told you this, Stephanie, but tons of people asked for me to interview you on the podcast, and so I'm welcoming Stephanie from Squared Plans to the show today, so thanks for joining me, Stephanie. Thanks, Heather. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to, to get to talk to you today and I think our listeners are really going to enjoy hearing from you as well. So I usually like to start the show um, letting my guests introduce themselves because I'm sure tons of people listening already know who you are, but there may be a few people who don't. So I always like the guests to be able to introduce themselves. So tell us who you are, what you do, all the basic things that people should know about Stephanie. Okay, so hi, my name is Stephanie. I run the Squared Plans uh, accounts on both Instagram and on YouTube. I also have an Etsy shop under Squared Plans as well, where I sell minimal planner printables. And um, that's basically where I'm at. I do have some stuff on Pinterest and things. I am a graphic designer by trade, so that is a little bit about me. But I've been doing this planner thing for about two years, and uh, at least online, and I really loved it, fell in love with it, and I've been really excited to share with you guys everything that I've been doing. Yeah, people love you. I mean, I'm sure you know that, but like, I feel like <laughs> uh, anytime I'm like on a Facebook group and people are like, who should I follow on YouTube? Your name pops up like a million Aww. times. That's actually how I think I started <laughs> watching your YouTube channels, because so many people would be like, square plans, square plans, and I was like, who is this person? So, so yeah, yeah, people... Definitely check out Stephanie's YouTube channel if you haven't already, and I'll be sure to link all of her accounts in the show notes so that people can follow you if they're not already. Um, so you've already told us where to find you on social media, so let's, let's kind of move into um, your planner story. When did you start using a planner? How did you join the planner community? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I've always been obsessed with stationery and just cute things ever since I was a kid. I did, um, this might be dating me, but I did like Lisa Frank and Super Shades back in the day. So that was totally it. And I always got excited for my annual planner for like high school and college, just, you know, getting everything organized. So I've been a planner for forever. And um, I came into the happy planner community or disbound community more recently like within the last maybe four years I started out actually wanting to do health planning and get my health on track and I thought that a planner would help me to do that and so that's where I started and I saw the happy planner it was back when it had the exercise and food log layout Mm -hmm. and extension pack and that's how I actually started and got into it and then I had another friend at my work who actually was into the stickers and she got me into all of the sticker love so that kind of led my progression into having like a daily planner and a health planner and that's where I started and then I began to kind of grow as we all do once we get into this community and just add more and more and more stuff so um, yeah but that's how it all began and I actually got online at the very end of 2019 I think, no, sorry, into 2018, started 2019. 
and started sharing and things like that about that time. So I haven't really been out there and out and about for more than a little bit over two years, but it's been a fun ride. Yeah. It's been awesome to share. Yeah with everybody who's out there and, you know, and they get a good, um, you know, just get getting ideas from other people, learning from other people and watching other people's stuff and commenting. I just, yeah, all of that has really helped me grow personally. And I hope that I can by sharing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so now I always like to kind of chat about the theme of my podcast or the title of my podcast. So the title is planning a life I love, and I'm really passionate about using a planner to help you plan a life you love, even though not everything that we're planning is necessarily things we love. Like I don't love budgeting. I wish I could just spend my money however I wanted to, you know, but, but budgeting helps me to plan for a life I love. So, so I just love that phrase. And so when you hear the phrase planning a life I love, what does that mean to Stephanie? For me, it's more about, um, setting goals for myself and finding ways to achieve them. And I personally love things that are creative. I love to do things that, you know, are interesting to the eye and just make you kind of, you know, excited to see it. And I think that creative planning in particular has helped me to pursue things that I wouldn't pursue otherwise, like my goals or just like you said, like budgeting things that like I haven't really been interested in like getting down to the nitty gritty but you know add some stickers and suddenly it's a little more fun it's a little more creative so uh yeah that's where I see planning as a a way of planning a life I love it's just helping me to focus in on goals and to do things in a more orderly manner so when you plan what areas in your life do you focus on in order to plan a life you love I have kind of curated my planner into five major areas I do right now faith daily health um, work ish and um, also social and budget actually so that let's it's six now but yeah so that's kind of how it's grown um, and I, I touch on all of those aspects um, you know daily so I'm always in those first trying to work through things and find, um, you know, things that I need to get done. <laughs> but do yeah. you, do you plan all of those things in one planner or do you use multiple planners? Um, it's, they're actually separate planners, but I put them all in a catch all kind of freaking planned. And, yeah. um, yeah, so I, but yeah, it's all in one planner. I can't do multiple planners. It just, it's too for me to have to like, I don't know, yeah. get into individual yeah. ones. So I definitely am all about the catch all. I agree. I used to keep mine separate and it worked better for me when I worked outside of the home because I could take my work planner to work, but leave the other planners here. But when I started working from home, I, I would, I would almost start to question myself. Like, why am I pulling out a social media planner and then pulling out my catch-all planner and then pulling out my, butt? why am I having to pull out all of these planners? <laughs> and so that's when I really started yes. putting one month at a time from all the planners. Cause it's just so much easier to just flip to what you need and not pull out tons of plans yes so I am the same way I'm a big when you when you started using the happy planner were you using just one planner and then you added more or have you always been like multiple planners um no I've been pretty much I started with the health planner only and I had um at the time at my full-time job I had a different planner that I was working specifically for work but I had my health planner as my personal and then I added on the daily after that work planner kind of expired 
And so I was just managing the two, but I still kept them together into one planner. Yeah. And then other things just kind of spiraled out of control after that. <laughs> I, I always think, I always like to ask that because I think it's funny that a lot of us, when we first start planning, I was this way. I had one planner and I would see, mm-hmm. at least when I started happy planning, and, but I would see people with multiple planners and I'd be like, why do they have more than one planner? You only need one planner. And now I'm like, oh, I have 12. I mean, I don't really have 12, yeah. but now I'm like, give me all the planners. So it's just funny how like most people will start out with like, you don't need more than one. And then like after a year, you're like, I need them all. So, yes. <laughs> um, so how has plan, how has using your planner helped you to plan a life you love? Um, I would say it, just getting everything organized in one spot has really been helpful. And then the fact that I'm in it every day, I have like my little schedule. I got my morning, my coffee, and you know, I sit down and I just go through the day, all the sections including my goals, including, you know, the budget, just a review. And I think that that really helps me keep focused on what I'm trying to achieve and, you know, go forward with whatever, you know, I'm trying to get done in my life. And I think that really helps add, um, you know, just some consistency to achieving what you want in your life. And so that's how I would say the planner helps me achieve the life I love. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So what is what are some ways or maybe the biggest way that your planner has changed your life? Um, I, obviously, uh, me being on social now and actually almost making, um, you know, a business and a career out of planning. Uh, like I said, I'm a graphic designer. So it's kind of helped me push myself beyond my boundaries to go out and actually do more things um, outside of my comfort zone as far as building things and, and starting my own business. That was one of the, the major things. Um, but outside of that, just having a planner as a normal, you know, everyday thing, it's really been helpful, again, for focusing me into what I really want and how I'm going to get it. Yeah, yeah. So now that we kind of know your planner story and a little bit about your how planning has helped your life, every episode I I dive into a different topic with my guests. And so with your topic, I mean, I feel like we could have talked about a ton of different things with you, but I specifically chose faith planning because a lot of people actually requested that I talk to you about faith planning. And so, um, I love faith planning. I've been using a planner, um, for faith planning since, since the happy planner came out with their first one, first faith planner, which was probably, 2017, maybe 2018, but I think it was 2017. And so I've been using a faith planner since then and I just love it. So I'm super excited to talk to you about faith planning today. Um, Not all of our guests might be familiar. They may not be familiar with this type of planning. So can you explain like what faith planning is to you? Sure. Um, I know in general, most people um, consider faith planning being, you know, Bible study, daily Bible study in your planner. But for me, faith planning is just setting aside time with God or in the word and uh, being mindful of that time and having a way to track it, if you will, in a planner. So it's a way for you to kind of keep track of consistency if that's what you're trying to do, grow your spiritual life, just a, a way to keep consistent. Yeah, yeah. And that, that is honestly what faith planning has done for me. Like, like mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person... I don't know if you're this way, but I'm the kind of person that I don't like my planner to be blank. Like if I mm-hmm. have a blank week, I'm like, I'm going to go back and fill it in. I just like for it to be filled in. So since I started faith planning, it's actually like kept me 
always like doing a study or, re or reading my Bible or because I want to make sure it stays filled in. And like, if I have a busy week and maybe I slacked on it, cause I mean, that happens sometimes I still will be like, Oh, I got to go back and still fill it in. Like, I, so it has helped me to like be more consistent. I don't know if you've had that experience with it, but it's helped me a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. In the same, same way about having to have it filled in and like pretty and clean and exactly how I want it. Even if I miss a day, got to go back and fix it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So how did you get started with faith planning? So I had set some goals up for myself back in 2019. And one of them was to be, uh, to spend more quality time with God. That was one of my major goals for 2020. And so I decided that the way I was going to go about it was to start a faith planner. And I'm not much of a journaler. I know a lot of faith planners like to, you know, write down, you know, review or observations from a study or even just journal their thoughts and spiritual feelings. But that's totally not the way that I actually, you know, that's not how I work. So I decided that the way I was going to do it was going to be through Bible lettering. So there's things I had wanted to work on, which is lettering and, and getting better at that. And I figured that if I put the spiritual aspect into it, I could both kill two birds with one stone, but also have extra time in the word and actually try to do more with the word other than just reading it cursor, you know, you know, real quick and then going on with my day and kind of forgetting about it, you know, spending a little bit more quality time with what I was reading and figure out, you know, what it's trying to say. So that's the main part of my faith planner. And then I also do like a prayer list and I do um, you know, a uh, monthly challenge, but a majority of the planner is based on that daily verse writing and how I do that. And that's actually one of my favorite things about faith planning is that there's no like right or wrong way to do it. It's really what, what you need and what you're wanting to get out of it. And you could just make the planner work for you. Like I do think sometimes the happy, if you're using a happy planner for faith planning, they, you know, they put the soap layout in their faith planner a lot of the times. I don't use that. So it's kind of annoying to like cover it up. I wish they would just like leave it blank so you could do whatever you wanted with it. But right. you know, it's not that hard to cover up, but I do like that you can do like what, like if you want to actually journal, you can journal. If you want to take notes from a study, you can do that. If you want to letter your scripture, like whatever it is that you want to do, there's no right or wrong way to faith. Right. Plan. So I, I really like that you explain how you use yours. What kind of planner or layout do you use for your faith planner? Um, when I started in 2020, I used the happy planner monthly layout to start, which is, was kind of an unusual uh, layout, but it tended to work well for me because I had space for the lettering. And then on that, um, there's like a page that's like a dashboard. That's where I would keep like my prayer lists and my habit trackers for the other things I do, which is, you know, like my prayer and daily reading. So that's how I started. And I did that all of 20, 29, what are we in? 2020. No, no. <laughs> I keep thinking it's still 2020. And I'm like, no, no it's 2021 now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for 2021, I just kind of changed it up. I wanted a little more room in my planner so I could start brush lettering because before it was more um, just like different types of hand lettering, but not necessarily bigger brush type yeah. lettering. So I started using my quadrant layout from my shop, which is, you know, you got four main boxes on a page, gave me a lot more room to try out brush lettering on the page. So that's the one I'm currently using now. And um, it's been going pretty well. So you mentioned that you mainly do lettering and not necessarily studies in your 
mm-hmm. faith planning, correct? Yes. So, so when you're lettering your verses, what, do, is there, do you just like pick verses or do you have like a schedule that you follow or an app or like, how do you decide what you're going to letter each day? So, yeah, so I use an app called Version, the Bible, um, mm-hmm. it goes by different names, but it's, um, it's an app. It's a really good quality app that has both, you know, different um, translations of the Bible in there. They produce a daily verse. And I also do a reading plan. I go through the Bible every year uh, just as a daily reading. And so I use their plans as well to read through the Bible. So it's all kind of there on the app on my phone, which is really nice. I just open that up every day and just take whatever verse of the day they feed into the app. And then that's where I kind of, you know, interpret it onto the page. But that's the main tool I use for all of the, of the um, writing. I use that app too. And my, in my faith planner, I use mine a little differently than yours. Um, my weekly layout, I put a verse of the day at the top and then I take notes from whatever study I'm doing on the other parts of the day of the like Monday the column. Just jer- mm-hmm. the column. That's the word yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> so, but for my verse of the day, I use that same app. They have a verse of the day section and I, um, usually use those. Sometimes they put like a random verse and I'm, or they put like half a verse and I'm like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I pick my own, but most of the time I use, I use that app as well. And I really love that app too. When I'm doing certain Bible studies, I don't know if you've ever done, um, uh, matchless or seamless by Angie Smith, but okay. I just finished matchless and it goes through, it was really good. Her study seamless is like my favorite study I've ever done. Matchless is really good. I just finished it last week, but she basically is going through and like, telling the story of Jesus and like really helping you to understand his life and stuff. But, but she's constantly going between different books of the Bible. And so I love using the U version app because she'll be like, read this. And then like right here, you're reading something else in another section. And sometimes it's just like flipping when you have your actual Bible out, it's just like a lot of flipping. And so I love the U version app too, because it's just so easy to be like, change the book, change the chapter. Okay. I'm there. So I think that's yes. a great app and like everybody needs it on their phone. So yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's a great app. Are there any other resources that you use while faith planning or is that really the main one? That's really the main one. I, I tend to stick mostly with scripture. I don't deviate too much outside of story, you know, outside of, I'm sorry, outside of, um, Outside of the Bible, I do do studies. That's what I was looking for, studies and um, other things. But, I, you know, like books where they talk about scripture, but it's not actually, you know, just the actual scripture. And I found when I'm reading direct from the Bible, looking at the different translations, you know, trying to get the core of what's being put down there. So I tend to focus more on just straight biblical scripture. Yeah. And that's another reason that that app is so good too, because you could easily just Mm -hmm. flip through the different versions of the Bible and like, you might read it in one version and be like, what is this saying? And then you go to another one and you're like, okay, this makes a little more sense just because of the way it's worded. So that's another reason I really love that app because you can easily, and you don't have to have like six different versions of your Bible laid out on your desk. So (laughs) it's, I mean, basically it's a great app. If you're listening, you should go download it. So um, why is faith planning important to you? I, you know, we all have really busy lives and I am one of those people who really needs to be conscientious about my spirituality. If I don't 
sit down and make time, I won't do it. You know, like the day will just get away from me right. and I'll just start doing things. And next thing you know, I'm just like, I'm exhausted and I can't, I'm not even thinking about it. So that's why it's, you know, really important for me to just kind of set aside time in the morning and focus in on it and try to block out the rest of the world, at least for, you know, the 20 minutes or whatever it takes for me to go through that part of my Bible and, or uh, part of my planner and just really have a moment because like I said, I, the day will just get away from me. And so it's, um, just having that consistency and that time set aside has really been helpful. All right. So you kind of mentioned just now that you, uh, use your faith planner in the morning. So how does a typical week in your planner look like? When do you fill it in? Do you fill it in every day? Do you use it every single day? Like what does a typical week with your faith planner look like? So yes, um, I do use it every day. I, it's just like I said, I kind of have my morning routine. I sit down with my coffee in the morning and I go through my planner. I do, it's a very first section I've put into my planner and I kind of work through my planner that way every morning. So, um, you know, that's where I start and I start with my prayer list. So it starts right off with prayer. I go to my monthly challenge and whatever I'm doing that month, I will, you know, whatever is required. And then I move on to the daily reading. I usually do that right afterwards, which is, I usually just either read it on my phone or I listen to it as well. I play the audio and then I do the lettering. So, and I do that every day. That's the normal routine. First thing when I wake up. I, what you just said about putting your planner in the order of how you're going to like use it in the day, like blew my mind. Like I was literally (laughs) just like, that's genius. Like, (laughs) I don't know why I've never thought about that, but I was seriously like, Oh my gosh, my mind is totally blown. That is an amazing idea. Um, so how did you make faith planning a habit? Cause I think that that's something that a lot of people struggle with. It's like, they want to do it. They're excited, but then life gets busy and it's just easy to let it, you know, fall to the wayside. So how did you make that a habit in your life? So I would, I started out kind of small. Like I didn't give myself too many things that I thought were going to be overwhelming. Like I said, like a study or something would have been just too much for me to keep up with. And I had tried that before and it just, it wasn't doable for me. So I would suggest if you're trying to start faith planning, just pick out one or two things that you can do consistently and move on from there. And for me, it was the morning prayer. And then I had the daily reading. Those were the two things I was doing before I started the lettering and just trying to get that on focus and then added the lettering in as a, uh, you know, a third step. But just, you know, saying I'm going to pray every day, that could be a, a way to start. And then maybe like, you know, if you want to do just the verse of the day, write it down. That's five minutes out of your day. And you, if you can start doing something consistently, then it's easier to add more stuff on to start with something that you can can consistently do and then go from there. Yeah. Yeah. And I love like, if you're starting out with something simple, like a prayer or a verse of the day, those are like small enough that you don't even have to add in an actual faith planner. You could just find a spot in your current planner to yes. just, you know, cause it can be overwhelming if you're just adding a whole nother planner and then you're like, I got to fill in this whole thing. I don't have time for this. And if you're just trying to start small, just find somewhere in the planner you're using now that you can do something daily and then grow from there as you kind of learn what you need out of a faith planner. So That's I really like per- that. Perfect. Yeah. And I love that. I love that you tied in lettering because I think that lettering is like very in right now. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people want to learn to letter. That's just like, you know, super popular right now. And so 
tying in lettering with your verse is like making it fun. You're not just writing out a verse. Not that everything has to be fun to do it, but it does like make, make you more excited to maybe write out your verse if you get to do it in like a cutesy way. So yes. I love that idea. So how has incorporating faith planning improved or strengthened your faith? It's the consistency has really helped. Um, some of the things that I've been doing in my monthly, so I have, you know, a monthly spread every month uh, in addition to the weeklies that I've been doing the, the lettering. And so what I try to do is do something, some kind of different challenge every month. And that has really been exciting and new for me to help me grow spiritually. Cause I, I go onto Pinterest and I try to find something like a, like I said, like a challenge or um, for example, I did one back in, I think it was in December, a kindness, three days of kindness. And it was just a list of different things that you could do for other people to show kindness. And that was, you know, just trying to do things and being mindful of other people and how I could express God's love in that way was really, it was just something out of my comfort zone. And I felt yeah. like that helped me grow spiritually. And yeah. so doing things like that, that I would have never done just on my own without this faith planner, without this kind of tool to help me push myself beyond my normal limits. So yeah, that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. So, so now we've, we've kind of walked through, I feel like all the faith things. And when I get to the end of a show, I, I think it's the teacher in me. I like, I like my listeners to leave with like something that they can tangibly do. And so if people are listening to this episode and they, they've never done a faith plan before, but maybe you've inspired them to try it out. What would be a tip that you would give someone who's new to faith planning um, to help them get started with it? So just like I said, defining one small thing that you can do to increase your faith planning experience or, you know, you start your journey. So don't overwhelm yourself with a bunch of things that you, you know you don't have time for or that you don't feel like you can accomplish right away. Start small and find just those one or two things that help push you to be consistent in your faith and then it will grow from there and just trust God will lead you where you need to be. I love that. That's a great tip. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I think it was so good. I think people are really going to love the tips that you shared and just getting like a inside peek into your faith planning practices. So I really appreciate you coming on the show. Can you remind everybody where they can find you on social media? Sure. So I'm at squared plans and it's spelled S Q U A I R D plans on YouTube and on Instagram, as well as my Etsy shop they're all squared plans. So hopefully you'll be able to find me. Yeah. And I will put the link, um, all the links to all those things in the show notes again, so that you can easily just open up the caption of the podcast and click the links so that you can be sure to go follow Stephanie. So thanks again for coming on the show. I really enjoyed talking to you today. I enjoyed talking to you too, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys, we'll see you next week for another episode of planning a life. I love. What are you waiting for? Grab that planner, those stickers, and those pens, and go start planning a life you love. I'll see you on the next episode. Happy planning!